The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the December 30th edition of the Roto-World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to break down a Friday slate. Pretty loaded, a lot of injuries, a lot of cheap guys tonight, so a lot of good ways to get a lot of the studs in your lineup. With me to break it down is Dr. A. Steve Alexander. What's up, man? Uh, nothing, man. I'm in Indiana. It's cold here. Getting ready for some incredible Colts-Jaguars action on Sunday. <laughs> Got my FanDuel lineup all set. I'm in a, I'm in a slump right now, but we're going to break out of it today. In a slump? Yep. Uh, we got we got you then. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Pacers game tonight in, in your in your hometown or home state, I guess for now. In your city. <laughs> in the city. <laughs> All right. So we got Chicago at Indiana minus four and a half, two hundred two over under. Wade had migraines the other day. He's pretty pretty sure he's fine. Butler had a what looked like a bad ankle sprain. He needed help off the court and. Uh, came back, hit a beautiful step back fadeaway at the top of the key to bury the Nets. So he's rolling, matched his season high 40 points, 11 boards too. Uh, so we still got Stucky out. We saw Monta Ellis make his return. And we've talked about this before, more on the season podcast, where T can be affected at times. But overall, he's, he's alright. But this isn't a game I'm particularly targeting. Uh, and then I should also add that the plan is for Wade to play on both ends of this back-to-back set. They host Milwaukee tomorrow. So anybody you like here? I mean, a 202 overrunner is not that enticing. Well, and, and it's a 4 o'clock game. If you're playing a main slate yeah. league, this game's not even in it. So this this one's only available in a three-game early, I believe, which is Chicago, Indy, Brooklyn, Washington, and Miami, Boston. So if you're going to be playing this game, you're just going to be playing the early slate. So, you, I mean, Jimmy Butler is going to be in your lineup. You're going to have John Wall. Uh, you're probably going to have Hassan Whiteside. And Paul George is, is on the table along with Jimmy Butler because it's only three games late. Yeah, it sounds about – Do we? Well, I don't even know why that game is so early. Because I know on New Year's Eve they usually roll it early, and they actually are not tomorrow. Like, why is that game so early? I, I couldn't figure that out. I don't know either. I, yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. All right. Um, so, yeah, we any, like you can't really go wrong with Jimmy. He's obviously a fine, maybe even a tournament play. Doesn't really jump out at you with his price. Uh, Paul George is actually under 8000 now. So he's an interesting guy if you want to play that too. Uh, but, yeah, we'll focus more on this late slate and kind of zip through this today. Uh, so, if you're gonna if you're gonna punt somebody in that three game early, I think Miritich yeah. is always interesting. You just you know, box of chocolates though, hit or miss. <laughs> for Same sure. with CJ Miles, and he, he's coming off the bench like for like Forrest Gump. Uh, so yeah, uh, we got uh, we'll move on I guess, uh, and then also Rondo did play most of the fourth quarter. Should mention that um, Rolo's been pretty solid. And C.J. Miles. C.J. Miles is going to be all right, I think, with the whole Monta back. So if you want to roll with him, cool. 
it's really going to be Glenn Robinson who takes the the big big hit. Pretty much almost exclusively out of him will be where Monta's minutes come from. All right, so we got the Nets, the fast-paced Nets, uh, going to Washington, D.C. for a minus 8.5, 221 over-under. Looks like Bradley Beal's going to be a game-time call. Very strange injury. He rolled his ankle, didn't look too bad. He was playing through it for a little bit, went to the locker room. I assume he got retaped, came back out, kind of balled out, had a couple highlights, and then didn't play at all in the second half. That honor went to Sheldon McClellan uh, at shooting guard, who is basically just a... I called him an understudy in my Sheldon McCullum board. Like, he just comes in when guys are out. So, you're not going to trust him. But, man, if Beal is out, I think you got to play John Wall. The Nets are so bad on the perimeter. We're going to see some Isaiah Whitehead with Lynn out. Joe Harris is questionable. So, I really like him. you got to like Otto Porter a little bit. He gets a pretty nice usage spike. I was really surprised to find out that Otto Porter's third in the NBA in true shooting percentage. Like, Auto Porter, man, like Mr. Efficiency. I never would have saw that coming, but I have auto in a lot of leagues. But um, yeah, so I really like Beal. I like Porter a lot. Uh, and then you got to like Kilpatrick a little bit. Anybody that you've spotted here? Well, Port- Porter's been hot. Um, he's been hot. This, 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 again, is only available in that early slate, I believe. Um, it's not in the main slate. So. Um, yeah, I, I think Wall is a must-play. I think Brooke Lopez is on, on the board um, in most leagues. I like Porter. I like Kilpatrick. I don't trust Booker right now. I don't trust Marquise Morris. Um, Bogdanovich, totally hit or miss, but we've seen him have some big games. It just You just got to catch him on the right night. I don't know if that's going to be tonight or not, but... Um, yeah, this this game, this early slate, you're just gonna you're gonna have a lot of studs and a couple duds um, that you have to hope play well. So, what, so. if if Beal's out, you want to play this slate? Who are you looking to go for? I mean, I think Keller Oubre would benefit. He actually played a lot of two uh, with Beal out, uh, including down the stretch. So he would benefit, even though I would assume McClellan starts because Scott Brooks always talks about his bench. He loves having him uh, Oubre. That is. Uh, really just anchor that second unit to plug in so many spots. So I really don't think Ubre has much of a chance to start, which although I wouldn't be totally shocked. But I still like Ubre to fill in for that spot. And yeah, like we said, uh Beal's good, Kilpatrick's good. If you want to go super crazy, uh I I, I kinda think Karis Levert could have a breakout game. Uh Randy Foy's playing some point guard minutes. He's four thousand though. That's a little much for a shooting guard who's a straight punt. But I think Foy, I think Foy could have a, a pretty decent game. Interesting. Yeah, he's been good. He had a had that game winner the other day. Uh, again, playing one two, so he's someone to think about. All right, we'll move on. We got Miami at Boston minus nine and a half, two oh four. Both these teams are on a back to back. Goran Dragic was not healthy last night. He even said he probably shouldn't have played. Uh, Spolstra said he probably shouldn't have played. He said he couldn't get to the basket like he wanted to. So really all the signs are pointing to him sitting tonight. Um, I mean, why would you play a guy like that if he's playing hurt uh, with a back injury? And he's had back injuries before. So I could talk about this guy, right? It's been a week. I could talk about number zero on the heat, right? Okay. Yeah, Josh Richardson, baby. It feels good to say his name. I haven't said his name all week. So you, prob- he- you probably just jinxed him again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been on fire, man. I love him. I looked up a great stat yesterday. He's only 30% on catch and shoots, uh, which, which he was a 77 effective field goal guy on catch and shoots after the break last year. 
So that's been a huge thing for him, and that's really come back now. So, man, I love Josh Richardson. Again, I, uh, can I say his name like 30 times to get it out of my system right now? But, uh, so I like him, obviously. And, yeah, Winslow had a bad game, 0-9. Uh, he has been in a bad slump. He's struggling everywhere, uh, particularly mid-range and even around the basket, too. So uh, someone to watch there. And, yeah, um, you got you to gotta like Tyler Johnson, even though he'll be coming off the bench. They would probably start... Richardson and Magruder to fill in there, and then they've they've never started Tywin Johnson despite the fact they've been really hurt at the guard spots. They just like him off the bench to fill those minutes there, uh, but he does close. So you gotta like TJ if if Dragic is out as well. Yeah, I love Tyler Johnson tonight in this early slate. Um, Avery Bradley's on the board, and if you can play Hassan Whiteside and Isaiah Thomas, I think you should. Yeah, man. <laughs> I looked up a stat, too, that he's actually first for free throw percentage, Thomas. He's at 90% at eight makes a game. Uh, that guy's ridiculous. For a guy that size to dominate the line like he does, man, pizza guy. Love him. <laughs> James Johnson hurt me yesterday, yeah. and uh, I still love him. I've got him in a bunch of season longs, but uh, I'd try to find – I'd rather play, like, Crowder or um, – you know, find somebody who you you can really trust. Where Johnson's more, he, Johnson sort of has to have a, a big fourth quarter. It seems like if he's going to put up fantasy numbers. Yeah, Bradley's price has come down a little bit. He's only six seven, and we should add that he did hurt his thumb last night, non shooting thumb. Got an X ray, all good. Return look fine. Uh, LeBron got him at the rim, and I think his thumb got smashed on the backboard slash rim. But again, he's all clear, so I uh, expect him to play. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll skip past the early slate games and get to the main slate games. Uh, interesting game uh, in the North. We got, not we the North, but we got Milwaukee and Minnesota. No spread. Even game, 209 over under. Uh, these teams are pretty healthy. Mirza Toledovic should be back, but obviously you're not rolling with him. Um, especially with Beasley, he's actually playing alright. The Bucks second unit has been sneakily good. And Dova Dova uh, is going to miss this one, so... My boy, Malcolm Brogdon, yo, what up? Uh, give give him a shot or what? Yeah, I think so. If uh, if Delvedova is not in there, um, I think Brogdon's a good play. He's been he's so good. good. Like he's besides the process, like number two rookie of the year or what? He's been fantastic, man. Especially lately, eight times his last game. Yeah, but the game before that, he had six points and one assist. Right, well, he's a rookie. Um, yeah, but he, I mean, overall, he's before that he had two 32 point FanDuel games. Uh, then he had the dud. Then he had 21 on uh, what was it? Uh, Wednesday, I think. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I like Brogdon. If Delvedova's not playing, I'm all about the Brogdon. Yeah, I'm pretty. If, if I'm Jason Kidd, which is not me at all, I probably wouldn't start Brogdon. I'd probably just stay out the gate and just start with Point Giannis and start like Beasley or Toledovich and really just keep Brogdon in that role that he knows. But we've seen Brogdon play really key second half minutes, so uh, even if, if if like you see the news where Brogdon's not starting, I wouldn't totally freak out. I would probably still roll with him. I love that guy, man. Like, a well, good, I, I good like matchup. Brogdon, but I also like Austin Rivers and Raymond Felton with no Chris Paul and then... T.J. McConnell with no, um, 
What's a Sergio? So yeah. there's three or four pretty cheap point guards you can you can go with tonight. So weird. You could get two possibly starting point guards for under four thousand tonight. Like that's just crazy to me. But um yeah, he's like ah I don't know if if he starts, I think you gotta go with him over like the Feltons and stuff. But if, if they do go with point Giannis and roll with another forward in there, I probably would I'd probably still go Brogdon because I'm, I don't know, it's my boy. Uh, all right, so besides that, uh, Jabari had a killer game the, the last time out. Career uh, high in dimes. He's been he's been really good from jump shooting. Like it's crazy how much this guy's developed. So do you want to um, do you want to roll with him at all or like what are our thoughts here? He's seven one, so he's not in that six thousand dollar range anymore. Yeah, I like Jabari, but uh, I'm gonna have. A, a pretty stacked lineup. I might have a lineup that has Giannis and CJ McCollum and Gallinari and Anthony Davis and DeAndre Jordan in it. So I'm going cheap at my other power forward spot. So Jabari is not in my plans tonight, but I do like him. It's a good matchup with Minnesota. Um, Jabari's been solid, man. I mean, you can't go wrong playing the guy on most nights. Yeah, he's pretty solid for cash for sure. There's another guy who's $100 more. Yeah, like a little bit more than him. Uh, but yeah, you can never go wrong with Giannis, especially with Dova Dova out. He's going to have, not that Dova Dova has the ball in his hands a lot, but uh, I would think that Giannis gets a slight uptick, even though it's not the best matchup, because Minnesota's played a little bit better on defense lately, although they were horrible earlier. Um, so yeah, definitely can't go wrong with him. Uh, Monroe's actually coming off a pretty solid game. Uh, any thoughts on him? Do you think at $5,000 isn't too bad? Would you consider him at all? I would consider him if you play if you play Monroe at center and and a couple cheap point guards, you know you can play uh, Jabari instead of Ilyasova, or you can upgrade uh, to a to a better small forward. Yeah, you could go hard and Giannis too if you wanted mm-hmm. double stud shooting guard. Um, so yeah, who else do we got? Anybody on the? What about Towns? Towns had that triple double in Denver. Uh, his his jump shooting has really been down. That was like his strength last year. Uh, he's expensive at, at 9-1. I can't do it with uh, the process so much cheaper. Like, I'd rather just play him. I, I'm not really feeling Towns today. But again, I'm not like against it. If if you're like, if you got a hunch that Towns has a good game, I can't talk you out of it because it's Towns. But I, I'm not particularly feeling him. I feel like uh, for $2,000 less, you can have DeAndre Jordan against a centerless Rockets team. Uh, and to me, that and, and with no Chris Paul, his usage is going to be up. I think I think DeAndre Jordan for two grand less is a better way to go than, than Towns. All he does is catch lobs, though. No CP3. That's true. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, you make a good point, though. I mean, Montrez Harrell's six foot eight, uh, so you would think that DeAndre... Coming off, what, a 25-rebound game his last time out? He should cr- crush on the glass. Uh, so, yeah, I'm cool with DeAndre for sure. But every time the process is on the slate, you guys know how I feel. Um, Levine, he's pretty consistent as well, so you really can't go wrong with him. Yeah, I love Levine. Uh, I went with CJ because yeah. Lillard out. Um, I'm a little nervous about him playing San Antonio, but... You know, I, there's other guy. I, I'm going to play Giannis, and I'm going to play CJ. And if, if I don't play one of those two, I'm probably going to try to get Harden in there, which kind of leaves Levine 
out, but I'm sure you can come up with a good lineup where Levine fits into it too. And I, I mean, Levine's been great. Plays so many minutes, has the ball so much. Yeah, he's been he's been awesome, man. Uh, that's and your boy. Wiggins and Rubio have also both been playing well, and so has Gordy Jane. Yeah, you were on the Levine bandwagon before I was. Now I'm I'm dry. I'm, I took I think I took the wheel over, man. I've been pimping Levine so much. Guy's jump shot's really terrific. He's just a, on balance all the time. Love seeing that. Uh, all right, so we got Detroit at Atlanta, minus two and a half, 200 over under. And this morning, we had Stan Van Gundy say he has a new lineup change coming. Now, it's probably not hard to predict that it's probably going to be Tobias Harris starting with Marcus Morris coming off the bench. With Marcus Morris starting, they've really talked up the matchups. So, like, Kevin Durant and other kind of elite small forwards they've played lately aren't there. So, you would think against a team like the Hawks with Thabo and Bazemore and all these guys that aren't elite wings, you would think that starting Tobias, who's actually been awesome off the bench, would start. Still, I see their minute allotment being very similar, so I don't really see that change hurting them at all. But unless it's like something crazy, which I don't think it will be, where they like start Ish Smith or something. But we should mention, too, they played together for six minutes uh, in the second quarter in their last game. So... Yeah, just something to think about. But you're obviously not using Ish Smith. Even if he starts, I still wouldn't even use him. Uh, actually, is he super cheap or what? I, I didn't really consider him. Who, who is that? Ish Smith. He's like, is he dirt cheap? He's 4000 But yeah, it's, it's still, there's still better options with my boy Brogdon. Um, so I'm pretty much off this game. Anybody? Dwight's been pretty good, but and Schroeder's been somewhat decent. Anybody you like here? Uh, I'm. I think I'm going to play Thabo Cephalos. He's forty five hundred bucks. He's playing pretty well. He's getting a lot of minutes, um, and you know he he could go from anywhere from twenty to thirty five Fanduel points. And for that that price, at small forward, it's hard to find somebody you can kind of count on there. Uh, Harris has been on fire since coming off the bench. It'll be interesting to see if he stays hot. If he is moved into the starting lineup, um, I think that's interesting. But. Uh, yeah, there's just other guys in other games I like better than, than this one. Only guy I kind of like is Bazemore. I mean, he played 40 minutes on Wednesday. He was really bad efficiency-wise, only 412 from the field. But, man, in that 40 minutes, man, 4,000, and a guy who is more of a playmaking guy, he had four assists too, just didn't do anything else. One rebound, 11 points, so he, he barely, he actually didn't even hit value at minimum with 40 minutes. So he has he has not hit value in three straight games. He's been fifteen eight and fifteen Fanduel points, which is really bad. Yeah, he's pretty much ideal tournament territory. Like I mean, you really can't find a better bargain at four thousand. I don't think you can. Uh, for I mean, four thousand so cheap for Bazemore. He's gonna play as long, as long as he's not making big mistakes. Like I and I mean, they do cool off on my boy uh, Malcolm Delaney. Uh, at the point, they actually run base more at the one sometimes. So yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's tough to pass up at four thousand if you need to, if you need to punt there. I think it's the best punt. Drummond, yeah. Drummond at all? No. Uh, yeah, I like Drummond. Yeah. Um, I like I like DeAndre better, but yeah. I like Drummond. I do too. Drummond's got to play against Dwight. Dwight's playing pretty well, so. So, I like I like DeAndre against no centers versus Drummond versus Dwight. So Rick Barry does not want to watch this basketball game for free throws, free throws miss from big men or what? No, that's <laughs> bad. 
Yeah. Like, uh, oh my! Could you imagine? Both these teams have done the Hacka before. Like, uh, could you imagine that they'll get they'll get yanked? Like that would be. I I've waited so long for a a double Hacka where it's like DeAndre and Dwight just getting hacked. That'd be that'd be awesome. Like NBA Twitter would just lose it. Well, we'd probably see Aaron Baines and a little bit of the Moose, Mike Muscala. All right, let's move on. Good game here. We got the Clippers at Houston, minus 5.5, 221 over-under. CP3 is out. He got treatment on his uh, hamstring the other day, and they're going to hold him out uh, in a huge game. Um, so he's he's not right, man. It looked like he was going to be okay. Um, he was even trying to come back when he suffered the strain last weekend. But, hey, they're going to keep him out yet again. So they're going to either start Austin Rivers or Felton. If I'm them, I'm I probably would start Felton in this matchup. But either way, we're going to see a ton of minutes. Uh, J.J. Riddick's back, so I like both those cheap guys. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you can never really go wrong with Montrezl Harrell, who's so cheap at 4-1. Um, again, uh, the process is playing, so I don't like him too much. <laughs> but, yeah, and then Harden's playing too. And without CP3 and against – he'll probably get Austin Rivers on him a lot. So I think that – I think Harden could have a massive game tonight. Um, so I like him a little bit more than Giannis, even with the $800 price differential. So I like Harden a lot. Um, Trez is solid. Maybe the Ariza off the Salah Mejri diss in his family. Maybe he has a little bit added motivation. Um, uh, but yeah, all those like those two guys are cheap. So a lot of guys to play on this on this slate, on this game. Yeah, and I think one of the keys to whether you win or lose tonight is going to be which point guard for the Clippers plays well. Um, is it going to be Rivers? Is it going to be Felton? Or is Jamal Crawford going to bounce back and have a have a big game? So trying to figure that out is is hard. I'm I think I'm leaning towards Rivers because I think he's going to start, um, and he's forty three hundred bucks. Um, but I could see Felton having a better night than Rivers. Yeah, I think Felton has the higher floor, and I think Rivers has the higher ceiling, so it's something to take into account if you're doing tournaments or cash. Um, I don't know how I feel about Jamal. I, I, I do like him a little bit. Um, he's at 4500 so he's he's a decent bargain, and which should be a really up-tempo game. And I'm pretty sure he would close. Um, I think they would even go three-guard with Rivers slash Felton, Jamal, and Redick. Uh, I think because I feel like they'd be comfortable putting Reddick or Jamal on Ariza. Um, so, yeah, definitely Jamal's on the board as well. Like a lot of cheap shooting guards tonight. Um, How do you feel about a Eric Gordon revenge game? Nice. Good call on that one. Uh, I can't do it. Uh, there's just too much value out there for guys who are like more than $1,000 cheaper. Like, I feel yeah, like there's so I, many know, cheap guards, man. So many. I was planning on going big with Giannis and CJ. But if I go Gordon instead of Giannis, and Gordon should be motivated to light up the Clippers, um, then I can spend that money on studs everywhere else. Might as well go, something, I'm, something I'm gonna look at. I just go all the way down. Just go all the way down to Sauce. Save yourself even two thousand more if I'm going that route. We'll get to Sauce soon. Anybody you want to? How do you feel about Harden? You didn't really chime in on that. Uh, Harden or Giannis? Do you feel in Harden or Giannis? Um, I mean, they're both matchup proof and the Clippers are pretty banged up. So I think that leans in Harden's favor. I mean, I, 
Harden's Harden's awesome. Yeah. Eleven eleven thousand is a lot of money, but uh, you know, I I I have no problem playing Harden on any given night. Nope, never. And we should add too, the Bucks had thirty six dimes in their last game, man. Like it was crazy that Brogdon had a career high in dimes. Jabari had a career high in dimes. I think Monroe had a season high in dimes, and Giannis still had eight dimes. Um, this guy's just so, so, so good. Yes, I needed that many so's. Alright, move on to our next one. Um, decent game. We got the Langston-Galloway revenge game. Uh, Knicks uh, and Pelicans, minus three, 215 over under. Courtney Lee surprisingly missed his last game after getting his wrist drained. Um, besides that, pretty healthy, for which is very weird to say for the Pelicans. Um, it's pretty much just Quincy Pondexter who's out for who knows how long. Davis? Davis time? I'm playing Davis. Yeah, there's so many cheap guards, man. Yeah, I'm playing Davis. Um, and I might I might go drop Giannis and play Porzingis alongside Davis if I'm feeling crafty. But uh, Davis is a must-play. The, the guards for New Orleans, I mean, they're all over the place. Who knows if it's going to be an Antoine Moore or... Um, Tim Frazier, who's sort of fallen out of the rotation. Yeah. Langston Galloway's been been pretty decent, but I I mean, with Tyreek in the mix, that that's all just kind of a mess. I, I really dislike Davis from this game. The the Uniball, the the Unibrow uni versus the Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, there's so many cheap guards that, like, I feel like you kind of got to get Davis in there. Uh, but then again, um, um, I mean, it's Davis, so he could jump into the stands and, like, break ten bones. But, yeah, I, I like him in this spot a lot uh, against the Knicks, who've not been that great against power forwards, um, especially a guy like Davis, who's really a lot of a lot of face-up stuff, and they're probably going to put him in a lot of bad spots on Porzingis. What do you think they do regarding their secondary big for... Um, for the Pelicans, do you think go more TJ? Maybe get a little check the owl, my boy, or do you think they get or they go Agensa? Or what do you, what do you think? What are you thinking they do there? Anything? Well, Ter- Terrence Jones has been sick. Hopefully, he's feeling better and ready to roll. But I mean, he has not gotten very many minutes recently. Um, but you know, he played twenty three last game at ten points, five boards. Um, I'm I like Terrence Jones, but I'm not like I'm. Probably not playing it tonight. Yeah, you can't really play him. Something I, I don't hate him though, but like I don't know. I just feel like there's there's so much value tonight. Like you really if you really should if the guy you plug in for value, you should really like love him. And yeah, I don't, I don't really love TJ. Um, not feeling the Langston Galloway revenge or what? He's been a little inconsistent, so definitely can't trust him in cash. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah. Holiday then, holiday bowl too, man. In the holiday season, just, Justin, man, it, oh, oh man, so many narratives for this game. So many narratives. <laughs> I don't, I don't hate Drew at seven thousand, but I, I don't know. Like at, at that point, I'd rather just spend down. I don't know. Maybe I, he could definitely go off though. Like I like him a lot. I mean, Derek Rose definitely can't defend. I don't really like Rose. I'd rather play Holiday at seven, even though he hasn't played well. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm only going with, uh, well, I'm only going with Davis in that game and I may put Porzingis in. Mellow? No. 
Yeah, he burned a lot of people with that ejection on Thabo. All right, so moving along here to a semi-blowout, or a big blowout, second biggest blowout of the night, is Portland at San Antonio, minus 12. Damian Lillard doubtful, didn't practice. I'm assuming he's out tonight. That means C.J. McCollum plays straight one. We see a lot of Allen Crabbe at the two. Shabazz Napier backing him up. Not a lot of uh, allure there. Um, Evan Turner, a little bit of boost. We saw a lot of Myers Leonard at the five against Boogie Cousins. Ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> the last one, um, which Mason Plumlee was a little disappointing and a good matchup for him who's played really well against the Kings, too. Um, that's besides the point. So what are, what are we doing here? I mean, CJ at the one. And Price hasn't really gone up either, man. He's tasty, even in a bad matchup. Yep, I love CJ with no Lillard. Um, I've got him locked and loaded. Uh, I do. I like him a lot, man. I mean, he's, again, so cheap at 7-1. So it's, uh, he should be. When he's starting like that and the ability to really fill it up, like he's a pretty good rebounder. His assist should be like seven or eight. Like if he scores twenty five, which he could definitely do, um, you're solid right there. Like under he's like if you don't go double stud, or if you if you want to fade Harden and Giannis, you have to play CJ. I think like I think CJ's like almost just as good as those guys. Yeah, I mean you get there's some decisions to make as what shooting guards you want to play. You got Giannis, CJ. Harden, yeah, it's uh, and I, I I don't want to sleep on the the Eric Gordon revenge game. I really think he's gonna ha- gonna have a big night, but uh, yeah, it's you really got to choose. I guess between Giannis and and Harden, you yeah. like Harden a little bit more. I think. Yeah, a little bit more. It's just because I don't know. Harden's just the the dimes, man. When he drops fifteen dimes, and you're and you're getting like twenty points and change, like twenty three points right there. That's so huge. Um, and I think I think he's going to dime it up tonight for sure um, with the way the Clippers are going to defend with Rivers and Felton and those guys. Um, okay, so quick story time on Danny Green. Uh, Greg Popovich was very, very mad uh, his last time. Danny Green made consecutive turnovers. And if you've watched Danny Green and the amount of mistakes he makes... Like I, I need like a pop cam, like for, and I wish I could have it. Like I could like flip it on when Danny Green makes a mistake. Like he just gets like red in the face, like when when Danny Green screws up. But he he pulled him out after those turnovers, and he was like bashing him on the bench hard in front of everyone who was within an earshot. Uh, but then he put him back in after he made a joke, and everyone was apparently laughing around uh, when he put him back in. So ah uh, man, Danny Green's always a hot topic on, on this podcast. But I just wanted to share that story. Yeah, it's a good one, man. <laughs> so, um, Danny Green tonight or what? Danny Green uh, re- revenge on pop game? No. <laughs> Three nine? No. Danny Green is dead to me. Yeah. Even when I, I played him, and he's even been decent when I played him, but it's still like twenty-two Fanduel points. I mean, he just can't do anything. Yeah, he had value with Kawhi out. But is Kawhi out? No, he's back. I'm just saying last game. Yeah, so, I mean, I just, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm not on any Spurs. Uh, I'm good with Crab at 3-7. Like, I'd rather play Sauce, but uh, I'm good with Crab at 3-7. That's good value. He's probably going to start again. Yeah, he'll he'll start. He'll get 35 minutes, but so low usage. Not a great rebounder, not great on steals. Obviously doesn't really dive because he's just a shooter. 
He'll have Danny Green draped all over him. Yeah, he'll have a lot of Danny Green on him. I think they put Green on uh, CJ, actually, if I'm them. I think that, that makes sense for Pop to do that. Uh, or they may even put Kawhi on him, man. I mean, that team is just so empty without Lillard. Like, if you shut CJ down, you're going to blow him out. Like, they're, they're scoring. Is- I mean, they're going to really count on... Um, actually, Mason Plumlee's sneaky, now that I think about it. Like, they're going to need him to make plays for sure. Uh, LMA revenge game at home? No? Who? LaMarcus Aldridge? Been hot. Pops said he wants to shoot. Like, I do like Aldridge against Portland, and he killed them last time they played. Yeah, the you called that. You were all on that last time. And, and he went off. Yeah, and we should mention, too, that Greg Popovich said, quote, I don't care if he shoots 27 times. So, old team, and, like... Eh, and he's pretty cheap at 74. Yeah, I'm starting to fall in love with that, actually. I wasn't on love with it, in love with it before this pod, but that, that sounds pretty tasty, actually. Could get, I can get down with some, some LMA and some unibrow for sure. Yes. Yeah, that's it on the Spurs, though. All right, move on. We got... Uh, man, I love this game. Uh, as far as, like, watchability factor. Ooh, ooh the process in Jokic. Oh, my God, I'm getting tingly. <laughs> Minus 11, two thir- uh, 213 over under. Oh, man, I'm just I'm getting so excited right now. Uh, you know me, man. Process, starting. Okafor banged up, 28 minutes. Oh, man, I, I can't even think about this. Like, ah. I'm going to play it both, I think. I love those guys. Jokic and Process. <laughs> I'm just like, ah. Those are like two of my favorite players, man. I'm like tearing up right now. <laughs> yeah, calm down over there. Uh, <laughs> Embiid is, what, 68? That's pretty good. That's, that's excellent. E- easily my top center. Easily. I almost think he's must play, man. Man, I love DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Tonight. yeah. Oh. But Embiid versus Denver is pretty good, too, man. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I'm, oh, he's probably my favorite. He'll be the cover boy for this because it's the process. But Joel, <laughs> Joel Embiid, NBA Bill, by the way. Um, so you don't like Embiid as much as I do? Obviously not as much as I do. <laughs> but um, Dude, nobody likes Embiid as right? much as you do, including his mom. Right? I should shout out uh, Max Rappaport for Sixers Twitter. He has done a fantastic job of pimping up Embiid. Uh, he always adds, like other teams, like, and it cracks me up. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I love him, man. And another guy I like for Philly, two guys I like for Philly additionally, I like Sauce a lot, man. I mean, they're really bad on perimeter D. I, he's probably not going to start because they don't have a backup one. Um, but that's still fine. I think he's still going to get his 34, 35 minutes. I expect him to get four or five dimes. I expect him to get like 14, 15 points. Like, I think he crushes that minimum price, man. So I like him a lot. He's my, pretty much my favorite stone minimum player. Uh, and then also, I mean, as bad as he was last night, it's hard not to play a guy without a backup in TJ McConnell. Uh, Sergio Rodriguez is out, so against Moody, he's really struggled. And I, I could see him being a 13.8 dime, five board kind of a guy. Hopefully get a couple steals, and you're chilling right there. So you, you got to like him with no backup point guard behind him. I love TJ tonight. Yeah. All about the TJ. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like stack that game hard, man. Like I'm down with those guys. I'm down with the process. I'm down with a little Ghostface Ilya if you want. But I can't really do it with Embiid back. But yeah, th- those are really where you want to be. Uh, Denver guys. I'm alright with Gary Harris. It's just better about ba- better values there. So just stacking Sixers and with Jokic makes sense to me. 
Yeah, and I like what you said about Ilya Sova with Embiid back. He takes a little bit of a hit, so he's not as must as he looked. Uh, what about your boy? What about my boy Covington? Was he oh, 0 for eleven? Oh, last 11 night? last night. No, the no co no co is back. Good lord, <laughs> dude! He was rolling. He was like forty six percent from the field in his previous ten, and yeah, he did it. He he went no co. <laughs> that's like my favorite nickname uh, alright well, is he going to be no code tonight man that's the question great matchup he went from a bad matchup to a great one I don't hate him actually like I could see him having about like like Brown plays him regardless and they're going to need him to play pretty much straight three they roll sauce three sometimes but um, we should mention too he's not good on back to backs but his shooting percentages are pretty bad everywhere uh, so um, yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, he plays a decent amount of minutes. Like, I'm, I'm good with him. Like, I'm not in love with him. And what, what do you feel about Gallinari against Philly? Nah. I, I, I mean, he's alright, but I don't, I don't know. Like, 6-2, I'd, I'd rather go either all the way down or go up a little bit. Like, I kind of want to spend down, I guess. I don't know, man. Small forward's tough. Yeah. Um, there just aren't that many... There just aren't that many great small Yeah, I guess forward. I'm good with that, actually. I'm looking at the slate now. Uh, let's hit this last game and do positions really fast. All right, we got the Harry Beeble uh, for the biggest blowout of the night. Dallas played last night. Minus 18, 213 over under. Uh, Warriors are going to run more pick and rolls, more drag screens with Draymond. Uh, we saw KD fill it up, man. What, 22-17 and five blocks? Uh, guy's just so good across the board when he's the best scorer ever. Um, Curry's getting more shots, I think, but I'm pretty much fading across the board here. I really don't even need to talk about it. Um, I love the Harry Barnes revenge game. Yeah, angle. I do. They cheered him the last time, which they should. Like, I want them to cheer him like obnoxiously loud. Like, I want him, I want them to cheer like they won the championship every time we touch. I think that would be hilarious. Like they did a little bit, but like every time we touch the ball, it's like a loud, loud cheer. I think that'd be great. Like Harry <laughs> yeah, B, I'm Harry B. Um, the the rest. I mean, this is going to be a massive blowout. Yeah. Do you think Which, they cover the 18? I think they win by like 35. Man, it's going to be ugly. It should be. It should be really ugly. Yeah. Which makes it tough to play Harry or or anyone in this game. Yeah. And they only lost. They only lost by 21 the last game. Um, and they, it's basically the same, it's the same exact situation. They played the Lakers and they won. And then now they're in Golden State and they're going to get thumped. (laughs) So, so, uh, and they, they did great last night actually, by the way. So props to them. But yeah, I can't, I can't do it. I'm good. (laughs) Want to take the position real quick? Got anything else? Nah, we, we're good for positions. All right. So point guard, man, value everywhere. Uh, it seems like we like TJ more than Raymond for the 38 guys, yes? 38 specials, even? Yep. Um, who else we got? We got um, Rivers we like for punts. Are we, are we punting point guard if we're going to go main slate or what? Because I love Wall for the early one. I'm, pun- I'm going TJ and Felton or TJ yeah. and Rivers. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, man. I mean, you're obviously not playing Dragic banged up. Uh, what about... What about the other TJ, Tyler Johnson at 58, if if no Dragic at 58, even though he's in a sub, kind of a iffy matchup against Boston, rather just spend down, save your money? 
Tyler's been great all year, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I have no problem playing Tyler Johnson tonight. In the mix for six, man. Probably in the, in the top five for sure. He's been great. Um, I love a guy who's, who comes off the bench. I think that's a big bonus. Like, I think, what, Will Barton only came off the bench once or twice last year, and he was fourth. I think he, I felt like Barton should have got more love for six, man. Um, so, man, if we're going to spend down at point guard, you may want to spend up at shooting guard. Um, but then again, there's so many. Man, this is a tough slate. Uh, definitely a multiple lineup kind of a slate. I love Sauce at 3-5. Uh, I like Crab at 3-7. I don't mind Crawford at 4-5. And then I like CJ. I love Harden. And I like Giannis. And I like Kilpatrick. Like, and I love Josh Richardson. I can say his name proudly right now. Um, yeah. Uh, all those guys I would gladly put in my lineup. Yep. And I'm going to add my boy Eric Gordon to the list. Yep. I'm in Indianapolis. He went to my high school. He's playing against his former team. I like that. I like Giannis. I think I'm going to play Giannis. Um, I, right now, I think I'm going to go with Gordon and Giannis as my shooting guards, but I, I love Harden, too. Nice. I, I am not on Gordon at all, surprisingly. Like, usually, we like semi-agree, but man, those other guys are so much more appealing to me. So, Want to make a side bet on that? <laughs> well, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. All right. yeah. One of us will be saying you were right in the morning. All right. Sounds good. So shooting guard, a lot of guys that are like it's just this is like where like I love that shooting guard spot. I don't really love the small forward spot. Uh, so I'll let you kick this one off. Um, who, who do you who are you looking at here? Well, I think for forty five hundred, Dabo is going to be solid for the for the Hawks. Um, he, he's just been playing a lot of minutes. He he does all the little things that add up in the box score. He's not going to score a ton of points, but. He does enough of everything. They're going to need him to play defense today. I like him. I, li- I kind of like Wiggins, um, although I'm a little worried about him getting Giannis. Um, I, I, unlike you, I, I like Gallinari a little bit against yeah. Philly, but that game could be lopsided. I'm um, warming to Gallo, man. You're warming me up on him because just there's so much value with the other spots. that, and, and if I want to play those six, like if you're going to go TJ, Sauce, and Process... And Jokic, like, it makes sense to put Gallo in there and just roll that game and hope it's, like, 125-120, which I think it can be, man. Gallo's been rock solid, too, yeah. man. I mean, just, like, he had that 42-point fan duel the other day at 36 before that. He only had 24 against Minnesota, but Minnesota's defense, I think, is underrated. Um, but, yeah, I like Gallo, and I just – there's not a lot to love at small forward, so yeah. you got to kind of pick your spots. I think in a tournament, it, gambling on a no-co return to Roco uh, could pay off. Your boy Bazemore is in the same boat. I mean, he's been terrible, but the potential's there. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of weirdness at small forwards. No, nah, you kind of sold me on Gallo, man. Um, and I'll, I'd, one thing I thought about, too, is I feel like there should be a correlation between, and this makes obvious sense, like the more you get to the line, the more consistent you are. Like, it's so big, man. Like, Isaiah Thomas especially. Like, he's been getting the line. He's just so solid. Uh, same with Gallo. He's going to the line 6.3 times per game, 7.0 in his last five. So, he's been pretty good there. Um, who else do we like? Uh, Chandler, 5'7". Uh, like, he's he's in play, too. He's $500 cheaper than Gallo. I could get on that. Uh, yes, but Wilson Chandler also, like, he's either boom or bust. Yeah. I mean, he's a- Couple where he's just not done anything. I mean, he had 6.3 Vandal points against the Clippers, but then he's been 30 in his two game, 30 plus in the two games surrounding that. So, 
Uh, I think Chandler's going to have a good game tonight. Yeah, and I think if you don't go TJ Sauce, I get down with some Noko. Like I, I could yeah. do that. I could, for tournaments, Like he has huge potential, man. I don't think people will be on him after that 0 for 11. True. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I like Bazemore, man, at, at 4,000. I mean, that's so cheap for that guy. Uh, I for, play Thabo and Gallinari. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Uh, so we got power forward. Um, man, Jokic and AD at the top looks so nice. Uh, LaMarcus, like, spending up a little, a little bit here makes some sense. Uh, not a lot of good value, guys. Uh, power forward. Anybody? Yeah, I probably would spend up a little bit here for those guys I said. I'm playing Aldridge in a second revenge game of the week against his former team. He's at home this time. I think he's going to have another big night. Davis should kill the Knicks. Um, those are my two power forwards, and I'm not probably changing that. That sounds good to me, man. Those guys should be rolling. Uh, I, I'll add it. I love Jokic, man. Cause I, I love Jokic, too. I want to watch that game. Dude, don't. Uh, Embiid, man, don't, don't let Jokic foul you. Do me a favor, please. <laughs> All right, so we got center here. Uh, I'm just going to say the process, period. I am all in on DeAndre Jordan right now. Oh, man. Don't trust the process. Big mistake, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying I don't trust the process. Uh, But Jordan's only $400 more. Jordan's not on a minutes count. Jordan's going to get all the rebounds. Um, I'm just feeling feeling some DeAndre tonight. Alright, so Eric Gordon's going to flop and the process is going to drop 45. And you're going to... You're going to say... The way way my fandom looks going right (laughs) now, that would probably be exactly what happened. Trust the process, always. Alright, so 45-minute podcast. Not bad. Um, So we're out of here on that. Uh, You guys have a great weekend. We'll be back tomorrow, but in case you don't check that pod out, hope everyone has a happy new year. Be safe. And thanks for coming on, Steve. And I'm Facebooking live tonight at 5 o'clock as usual. I'll see you all there. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.